Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. If you're ready to get into some powerful stories of nuclear revenge, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Lady Delirium, my uncle D and R'd my friends. I made sure he never saw his now ex-wife and children ever again by getting him banned from a whole country. About 22 years ago, my mom got a frantic call from my uncle's best friend to say that he'd been arrested. Apparently an ex-girlfriend had accused him of the R word, but she was just being vindictive because he broke up with her. My uncle Chad is obviously innocent. We all love him, he's our charismatic, friendly, outgoing, loving uncle. He would never hurt anyone. The family all send money for legal fees. They're in France, we're in South Africa. This is true because it's all over my profile. The best friends send us all the updates. No one ever thought to Google anything. We were getting it from the source. He was found guilty and the family was devastated. We all send money for an appeal. This goes on for two years and then we get the call that he's been found innocent and released. After his release, he meets Lucy, who's originally from Canada. Lucy's lovely, comes from money, in a very big way. He's so charming and convincing, they're married in less than 8 months. Huge wedding in France. Then suddenly, they're having separate honeymoons? He was going to honeymoon in his home country, Namibia, and she was going to Canada. Then they would meet up in Brazil. He stayed in Namibia for a couple of days, then partied with us in South Africa. We teased him that he took his wife's surname. He said that's what she wanted. She's the boss. And then he cheated on his wife. I was floored. I had looked up to him all these years and he cheated on his wife on their separate honeymoons. I was disgusted. I saw him once after that. He tells me he's unhappy in his marriage, blah blah blah. He now has two children. I honestly couldn't care less. Then six years ago, I get a message from him. He's getting divorced. He's coming to South Africa. Can he crash on the couch? I say sure, he's still family. I haven't seen him in maybe 10 years. Maybe he's changed. He arrives and we have a blast. He hits it off with my fiance. He's funny and happy, like a weight had been lifted off his shoulders. He tells me they were both cheating. The relationship was extremely volatile. They were always fighting and on edge. They're toxic for each other. She's a total control freak. He's on Tinder and hooking up on the prowl. He leaves for a couple months to travel around South Africa. It's an extremely beautiful and diverse country. Comes back, leaves again. They don't mind, he's fun to have around. One of the weeks he's in town, he meets my friend Jane. Jane is gorgeous, wild, fun, out there. They hit it off instantly. He asks her out for a drink. She says yes. She tells me that the next day they were having a great time, but they must have drank a lot because she can't remember much of the evening. She vaguely remembers Chad going home with her, they must have hooked up, she just can't remember. This is not unusual behavior for Jane, she has a chronic drinking problem. She'll get drunk and go home with men all the time. I've learned the hard way not to bring this up. Also, we're all 40 plus, I'm not going to start telling other adults how to live their lives. I am definitely not a saint. 
Two days later, Chad has to fly back to Namibia and calls Jane from the airport. We're sitting together having lunch. Chad says that he's so glad he has photographic mementos of their time together. She's confused. He then sends her all these inappropriate photos of her unconscious laying on the bed put in different positions. She just starts crying. She doesn't show them to me. I'm sent them at a later stage. She tells him to delete them immediately. He laughs. She's furious and embarrassed. She starts reflecting on the evening, trying to remember details. She digs through her handbag and finds a receipt. Cheap jerk left his wallet at home. 2x gin and tonic and 2x tequila. Definitely not enough to get a seasoned drinker blackout drunk. I am furious. Jane is furious. For some reason, I think about his R-word conviction and Google his name. Holy crap. I wish I had done this 20 years ago. At the top of the Google search, Namibian R-wordist released from jail in political blunder. We read this article in silent shock. The truth, two years before being caught and convicted, he met a woman in the nightclub, deed her drink, took her home, took inappropriate photos of her, and then R'd her. She went to the police, and the next day, luckily, there was DNA. Two years later, he gets arrested for drinking and driving, they take his DNA, and bam, it's a match. They have all the surveillance footage and the photos on his phone. Easy conviction? Even though he tried to convince the courts they were dating and she was a jilted lover. Can I stop for a moment to puke? His story about being innocent and released is all BS. Some politician who was trying to make a name for himself decided to release 100 non-violent criminals. Chad somehow got on the list. About eight months later, they realized their mistake, re-arrested him and extradited him back to Namibia, hence the separate honeymoons. While in Namibia, he changed his name and took his wife's surname so that he could get into Canada. They don't take convicted felons. I tell Jane we need to go to the police. She says absolutely not. She has dealt with the South African police with R word before, and it's worse than the actual event. I tell her I know someone, ex-policeman who can help her. We end up getting into a huge fight. She blames me for introducing them. She's had a couple of drinks on top of this devastating realization, slaps me on the face, and leaves the restaurant. I am beyond furious. I am murderous towards Chad. I sent him a message saying that I know what he did to my friend and that I know about his real past. He's despicable and disgusting. His response was, I'm so over your drama, does this look like she's deed? And then proceeds to send me all the inappropriate photos of my friend. I'm physically ill. No one wants to see photos of their friend like that. She refuses to take my calls and that day was the beginning of the end of our friendship. I'm haunted. This consumes my thoughts day and night. I decide to message his wife. I say, I'm so sorry about your divorce and tell her all the crap you said about her. Are you sitting down? There is no divorce. They're having issues with his infidelity, but he promised it would never happen again. He has a therapist who's advised him that he should come to South Africa to find himself. I tell her exactly how he's finding himself. She breaks down and tells me everything. From him sexually harassing the live-in au pairs, hiding cameras in their bathroom to film them showering, getting one of them pregnant. There was a huge court case, but he denied it was his and refused to take a DNA test. Court made him take the test and he is the father. She sends me all the affidavits, court papers, report from the therapist, etc. 
She also sends me screenshots of their conversations, message upon message of him saying how much he misses her and how this trip will save their marriage. He misses her more and more every day, all the while telling us that she's crazy, abusive, controlling, and cheated on him with his best friend. Spoiler alert, there is no therapist. He created a fake Gmail account and sent reports to his wife on his progress. The therapist basically said she must forgive him for his infidelity because he had a traumatic childhood and he's actually a super nice guy. If I wasn't his therapist, he would be my best friend. I kid you not, that was in the report. I'm not sure if his wife was just really gullible or hopeful, but I saw it the minute I opened the first email. I mean, the idiot made the same spelling mistakes and used the same colloquialism. I plot and plan, what is the worst possible thing I can do to him? I am all consumed. In South Africa, you can pay someone for anything. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. But I'm a big believer of karma, so I know I can't use any nefarious means. I realize I have copies of all of his documents, passports, Namibia and Canada, his ID with his original name on it, bank statements showing he has loads of money, he was supposed to send money home to his wife. Before he left, he took the proceeds of a car they sold. It was meant for the farm, but he told her he needed it for his sabbatical. He would flip cars in South Africa and double the money. Then I remember he changed his name and took her surname so he could get into Canada. So, for about a year, I went backwards and forwards in my head. Do I report him to the Canadian immigration? What will be the repercussions? I was troubled and torn. I'm not a malicious person. I was still ticked off and felt like I needed to do something. I'm a person of action. Then I heard he had done the same thing to someone extremely close to me. Annie, during the same period as Jane. She only remembered a year later after extensive therapy. So I sat down in front of my laptop and wrote the most detailed, factual, devastating letter of my life. My hands shook the entire time. I put it all in there, the French assault with links to the newspaper articles, screenshots of messages to me blanked out, showing he's distributing inappropriate pictures without consent, illegal in South Africa as well, but not much enforcement. A full timeline of his life, highlighting his name change to deliberately deceive the Canadian immigration. I made it very clear in my letter, report, that his behavior had escalated without recourse. I did not include the affidavits or correspondence from his wife. Even though she knew of his deception, I didn't want her to get into trouble. I pressed send and got very drunk. It was 100% anonymous, so I never got a response. 
I just carried on with my life and helped Danny get better. Jane and my friendship deteriorated beyond repair. She deliberately started dating my brother and has turned him against me. That's a whole other messed up story that I might write about one day when it stops hurting. I only told Annie what I did this year. I've kept it a secret for about three years. I know he's not been able to go back to Canada at all. Banned for life. Part of me feels sorry for his kids and a bigger part of me thinks I did them a favor, especially his daughter, who he had started making suggestive comments about, saying things like, isn't she attractive for a 13 year old? You can see the hot woman she'll become, etc. Puke a thousand times. The au pair that he got pregnant was only 18. I'm friends with his ex-wife on Facebook. She is Facebook happy. New guy. Kids are happy. Well, I wish the wife literally all the best after dealing with that, and would you guys agree with me that this dude deserves to be locked up, wallless, windowless, doorless room practically? That a guy like this only deserves a flap on their door that opens once a day to give them food? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. And our final story of the day is by Mundane Seesaw. Strap in boys and girls, this one's a doozy. We don't sell pizza because you have the wrong number. The end result of the story, which I will tell you up front, is that we lost the ability to order from several local pizza huts for life. We used to have a phone number that was very similar to a pizza hut. Their number ended in 5575 and ours was identical but ended in 5515. Now, these two numbers are commonly mixed up for obvious reasons. This was back before the days of cell phones and everyone having their own personal number, and we actually had to get a caller ID because of this. For years, we had this Pizza Hut's client base call our house, about 50-50 split, sober or drunk, and order pizzas. The thing is, people will not listen when you tell them, sorry, wrong number. We would have drunk people call back four or five times and then begin screaming into the phone, I know this is a freaking Pizza Hut, you jerk, or give me the number or I'll kick your butt. This was pretty normal, and the Pizza Hut was even aware of this and profusely apologized when we would call them. Never giving us anything for free though, despite the massive inconvenience of the phone ringing off the hook. Well, Pizza Hut Corporate then pays for an advertisement on paper, billboard, and phone book. And guess what? They botched the number, they put our number on the things for the phone number as one of the locations in our town for Pizza Hut's pizza. Why? Because ones and sevens are the same number, apparently. The phone calls we get freaking explode. It goes from like 3 to 5 phone calls a day to like 100 to 200. Initially, we were directing people with a message that simply said, This is not Pizza Hut, their number is so and so. It didn't end. We would get calls with people screaming into the voice recording, I want a freaking pizza, this is BS, I'm going to kill whoever doesn't answer this freaking phone. Aren't boomers great? We got that crap all the time from older people. I cannot tell you how many times I've been told to end myself for trying to direct someone to the correct place, and for some freaking reason, no one ever listens. Well, upon this happening, my dad calls into the Pizza Hut and says, Look, all we want is to not have to change our number. If you guys will please change yours, or pay for ours to be changed, it was like a $10 convenience fee or some crap, we will stop getting your darned phone calls. The manager cussed my dad, who had him on speakerphone, calling him a poop load of names and for getting him bad reviews, as well as losing customers to his branch, which is locally owned. 
What a freaking joke. It's costing their business a solid 10 grand easy over a phone number. Why not just change it? I don't know. My dad looks at the phone, hangs up, and says, Okay, jerk. You want to be like that about it? My dad then instructs my 17-year-old self and my sister to take all the calls from now on. If it rings, pick it up, take the order, and say, Okay, your pizza should be there in an hour and a half. Then when they call back, to tell them, Sorry, the driver just left. And if they call back a third time, say, well, I can get you on the phone with my manager, but he's probably going to kick your butt if you keep complaining. And then switch the phone with someone else and have them say, listen here, witch, you aren't getting your pizza and we're keeping your money. Freaking get over it. Or something along those lines anyway. Two weeks pass and my dad tries to get said Pizza Hut to change our number for free never pointing out that they screwed up their ad as apparently they were completely oblivious to this fact. Again, the manager screams at my dad saying, I don't have the money to change your freaking number. We even tried calling other Pizza Huts to get the issue resolved and they're corporate with no real luck. Fair enough, it's game on time now, which, why? For two reasons. One, my dad got a phone with a transfer button, and two, because summer was rolling around and me and my sister loved messing with people over this. It was a really bad influence on us, to be honest. We fielded phone calls every day, all day long. We had friends come over, and they loved partaking in the same thing. We had a general plan. One, every other call would get a pizza delivery. Two, on the other calls, we would get them really pissed off, talking crap to them and saying, okay, do you want to speak with my manager? And just cold transfer them to the Pizza Hut. It took six more weeks of us doing this, and the Pizza Hut closed. A few weeks before they closed, we got a phone call from Pizza Hut Corporate, who more or less threatened us with a cease and desist, sounding like they didn't really understand what was actually happening, as it accused us of stealing their phone calls. We called their corporate and explained what was going on and even played our recordings of talking with them before about the issue and ignoring us. All they said is, you had better stop, this is illegal, over and over. We didn't stop. They were aware of what was going on and didn't want to do anything about it to fix their foobar. A few weeks after the owner lost his job, he called our house and was trying to argue with my dad about how bad of a person he was because I lost money and got my butt beat several times. Apparently we had pissed a few people off so bad they actually went in and attacked him and the other staff. To this day it cracks me up that a company can be so oblivious and is the single reason I don't believe we live in anything close to a meritocracy. Anyone in this position who has any merit would instantly change the number, but not a corporation who has money to sue and not a middle manager who has an ego problem. I just couldn't imagine ever being that stubborn spend the 10 bucks to get them to change their number and save your business that dude deserved to lose their franchise acting like that and maybe they deserve to get beat up a little bit too but with that being said that's all the time we have for today so of all these stories i've read today which is your favorite and why let me know in the comments down below and if you haven't yet if you could like and subscribe that would mean a lot to me Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 